0: Bro, you party? How you getting on? You party? It'd be a lot cooler if you did. My voice sounds great. I love that now. I'm into that. Happy 420, guys. That's all I'm saying, right? (laughs) Fucking hell, that's all I'm saying, right? Happy 420. Well, it's not. It's it's 421. And technically, when I'm recording this, it's 4... 17. You guys still don't know what I'm talking about? (laughs) Well, let me spell it out for you, bro. I'm partying up in here. Look, I'm celebrating 420. I'm celebrating 420 with this podcast. I thought to myself, this podcast, I think, comes out. Oh my God, this podcast is going to be released on April 20th, International Stoner Day, right? And I thought, I should do special edition podcast for a course it's 421 it's coming out and um, I as I said recording this early in case I mess it up because look I'm partying, and that's all I'm saying I'm not going to tell you exactly what I'm doing but I feel like I can hear my own heart right now this seemed like such a good idea up top and it is great look it's that day of the year When you can just... (laughs) Tay. This is awful. This is awful. But I'm going to power through. Maybe I'll... This one might not be fucking raw. This one might not be fucking raw. This one might be a little bit more... (laughs) A little bit slower. (laughs) (sighs) Ah Hey. Uh, don't worry, look, this is the thing, right? When you're partying, and this this might not sound like a party you want to go to. <laughs> this might sound like the worst. <laughs> I say, hey, this might not sound like a great party, but... Um, <laughs> oh, it's going to be tough. Right, I can edit this later. I can edit this later. Let's just get it out, right? Don't you worry. In my... In bloody... What do I call myself? I'll call myself... <laughs> I will, Gary's, Gary is almost like, you can't even hear Gary, you can't even hear Gary, he's not getting through, it's too hazy in there, Gary can't even actually tap into what I'm thinking about right now, this could be fun, see if we can get Momoa out to PRD as well, (laughs) right. Boy, for the number one spot of top podcast and Um, So, I need to get my shit together, right? So, what I've decided to do in honor of 420, or as we would call it 24, because we use the appropriate uh, measurement arrangement. What? The appropriate monthly. We... <laughs> the month is the second one. Do you know what I mean? Like 9-11 would be eleven nine for us. The month. Why would you ever go the other way? Why would you ever be like, month, give me the month first. Um, and yeah, and right. And, then, and the day as well, if you want. I don't care. And then the year. Does that make sense? Zingers. Zingers are clangers. The new game show with Tony Cantwell. All right, say something there. Uh, went to the shop. Clanger, not a zinger. That's my new game show. That's going to be on the Orte player uh, by Christmas time. We're doing a Christmas edition. I have a too big glass of water here. It's about three liters of hear up, <laughs> about three liters of water in this thing. And I haven't. I've I carry it around all day, and I don't get through the whole. I don't even get through the whole thing. But um, clinger, click, <clears throat> clanger or zinger. Right, Georgia Salpa. Um, Georgia Salpa, tell us a joke about. Tell us a joke about makeup. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes I'd be putting so much on, I don't even know who's underneath. Clanger. Um, this is some ambitious improv for the state you're in, Tony. Anyway, I I have a couple of topics anyway, so. This party, and it might not sound like a party, right? Can we liven it up? Probably not. Probably not. No, this is it. Um, I think the key to this podcast will be just staying in... Anyway, what am I talking about? You, you, do you party? I remember the first time partying, right? And um, I thought that my hands were incredible. They thought they were incredible. I remember just looking at my hands, just laughing with joy, laughing with joy about the dexterity of my own hands. (laughs) Do you know what? For this one, I think I might have to have some kind of like low royalty free kind of like reggae or something like that in the background or like chilled smooth jams or something, you know? Like you'd see in the back of an unboxing video. Boom. That's more. That's that's a bit of a that's a bit of a faster beat than I think. Boom. No, what would you have? What's a good unboxing video trap? I'm here with the iPhone 10. Yo, yo! I just got the Samsung Galaxy Pro XS. It's got nine cameras. (laughs) If I wasn't partying right now, I'd come up with way better names for those phones, right? But, however, I'm going to start writing YouTube. YouTube uh, background music. There used to be really funny background music on American, British sex. Sex. English sex, sex, sex. You'd see that on um, Sky One. You had all the shows on there. You had Yankee Panky. You had Naked in Westminster with the Catman. Ba-la-ba-la-ba. And you had, you know, British sex, sex. And they used to have a song in the background that we used to always sing, the lads. You'd have a guy. Hi, my name is John. I put the condoms in the condom machine, and then this music would play: do 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 Or it would be something like, "Hi, we're Rob and uh, Siobhan, and we like to have sex atop our barge." Do 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 do. Sex, sex, sex. And then it would like ask people on the street of like Newcastle, would you ever give a blowy? Whatever give a blue eye, I might, yeah. Sex, sex, sex. sex. (laughs) (laughs) The heyday. Before bloody porn dot com, am I right? Before bloody porn dot com. You go on Eurotrash, you know. Or Yankee Panky. Between Yankee Panky and, um, what's her name? Shirley Temple Bar, you know. There were still some good queens. There were some good queens on TV, you know. You had the American one from Yankee Panky. Very confusing, very fishy, very fishy. And you had um, Shirley Temple Bar, who who I might, I might, you know, if the night was right. (laughs) What am I saying? I know what I'm saying. I just got embarrassed there because I said you one on Yankee Panky was a bit hot, right? Confusing. It's confusing. You know? But <laughs> you be there? I mean, anyone you know. Ask anyone you know what kind of almost getting caught watching Eurotrash, you know, story. Everyone's got a story. People fucking sprinting over to the TV to fucking knock it off. You know? Uh, that's the only one I could think of off the top of my head. I'm sure people have way better stories. <laughs> I don't know if I have one. I think I almost got caught wanking, um, watching just porn. I, mean, I used to, I used to have this massive, we have we had a desktop PC, right? I've said this on, on in my stand-up before, but uh, I, when you were trying to go online to like, look at porn, <laughs> Like, yeah, obviously, it was a desktop computer, right? It wasn't a. I feel like this is a very bad idea. It's trying to do my existing material while I'm partying and then doing a piss poor version of that and then not being able to do it on stage ever again. Um, no, but I will say this <laughs> my mouth's so dry. Um, we, in ARCAF, we had like a desktop. PC. Everyone had desktop PC. You didn't have a laptop, whatever. You, you know, you couldn't like be bringing your computer in the bedroom or moving where you were. You know, you couldn't move to the sitting room or move to the bedroom with your computer. It was just where it was. Now, luckily, our computer was in the kitchen, which was still accessible. You know, you might just be online at night anyway. And um, <laughs> no, I'm not telling this fucking story. <laughs> Gary was just like fighting through the fog. saying "Shut up! Don't tell them about how when you were looking." <laughs> no, we used to have this massive chair. It was actually handy enough, right? I don't think I got caught wanking, but I um I actually don't. I was confusing I was confusing a memory in my head there, right? With some a story someone told me. <laughs> really, what I was? Who am I having a conversation with? This is mad. Um. But it was handy because, yes, it, you know, it was in the kitchen, a social area. So you'd be sitting there in front of a wank and, you know, you can't be just doing that. Right. But luckily we had a chair in our, we had a chair in the sitting room or in the, sorry, in the kitchen. Right. And I had a massive high back on it. Right. So you could, so you could, you, you were t- totally guarded. Like all you'd kind of see was the chair and two kind of elbows sticking out facing the computer. Right. That's all you'd see. So you wouldn't see what anyone was up to and you wouldn't even see the screen. It was almost like getting a little VR boots or you a know, big choo 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 covering the whole thing, right? <laughs> and there'd be a lot of times where you couldn't see if there was anyone behind you, so you'd be like shouting to the side, Huh? Like, ah, ma! Ma! ma," you know. Um, clanger or zinger, you decide. Vote A three one zero two clang or A three one zero two zing, and um, whatever fails <laughs> on that. Did a Christian on that, man. I just machinist on the, on that. Did a Christian bit. So, what I talk about? I wrote a load of topics, right? Because you can't be given... When you're partying, you know, you might get... Com- conversation might be flowing, you know? Um, <laughs> conversation might, <laughs> might be flowing. But it's always good to have someone else in the room start like a topic, right, so I have a list of topics I could talk about when I right I wrote a list here mario sixty four is one of them <laughs> super mario sixty four for the n sixty four is one um I have the Beatles just talking about the beatles I could do that x men how much I love x men <laughs> I feel like uh what's flight of the concords is this? I feel like no, this is uh yeah flight of the concords when like when before Brett You Got It Going On, fucking banger, Flight to Concord's incredible, so good, so good, the songs are just so catchy, um, but anyway, before Brett You Got It Going On, Jermaine has a list of all the things he loves about Brett, and he's reading them off, I might throw it in here, I'm definitely going to be editing this, so I might throw that in there. Your beard is good, hmm? it's just a compliment for you, your beard. Just a compliment about your beard being good. Oh, thank you. And also I have another one here. Um, you're good at finding shortcuts around this part of town. Oh, I appreciate that. But I feel like I have a list here. You know, things that we can talk about while we're high. I didn't mean I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Things we, things we can talk about when we're partying. Hang on. Fush and chips. Brett, you got it going on. Things you can talk about when you're having a party. Pop, pop, pop. Fuck should never hear this. You should never hear recorded someone. You should never hear anyone recorded trying to figure out an accent. Um. So yeah, I could talk about the end of the world. What I think will be the cause of the end of the world. That might be a bit dark. Might I write that? I wrote that ahead of time. Who am I? A row here ahead of time. I could talk about that. Um. Here, let me tell you about Mario sixty four. Right? Can I? Should I? Yeah, I'm going to talk about Mario sixty four for a little bit, and I might edit this out. Um. Fuck Mario 64 for me was like entering a brand. I mean, it was, it was, it was a new dimension. It was 3D. I can't believe <laughs> that's what's great about this. You know, I can just say, oh, I'm gonna talk about Mario 64 now. This is like being at, you know, I talk over people all the time at gaff parties. This is like the dream situation where I'm just talking, talking to people and everyone's like, wow, he kind of knows a lot about Mario 64. But well, let me tell you about Mario 64, right? And the N64. Um I my brother had an N64, and I didn't have I don't think I had Mario 64 for years. I think I used to play so much of it in my mate's gaff that I never bought it for myself. I used to just watch him play or play it there. Um But think about where you're coming from from the, <laughs> I feel like I'm debating someone who isn't here. Before Mario 64, obviously, you had 2D games. And they were all copying the original Mario, the platform game, right? So he had that. And it, the other things were just jazzed up versions of that. Everything essentially was just Super Mario Bros. Jazzed up with maybe higher speed, jump higher, you know, new costumes, flying, you know, quicker, a little bit quicker. But it was still just that direction, right? How they did this with Mario 64? Just this the movement of going 3D. You have Mario. It's like, dear Mario, I've baked a cake for you, Peach. And it's still looking 2D. And then the camera. <laughs> right? <laughs> and Mario jumps out and you hear the classic. Duh, 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 duh. And you're just like, we're back where we are. And you're just like, you start running. You're like, how is how am I moving? You're like fucking Jake Sully in Avatar. But it just feels natural. How am I moving like this? You know? But you're moving forward. And then you pull the... Thumbstick back, and you're like, Whoa, you just fucking skidded a little bit. And there was like inertia in his feet, kicking up dust, you know? And then you run backwards, and then you run left, and you realize you can start running in a circle. And it's just like, And then you realize you can go, What? What? Yahoo! Right? And you can jump three times, and then you can jump back. You could do a backflip from that. I remember playing this, jumping forward, then doing a backflip, and the camera's following you, just following you, looking up. Just catching you, watching you land. And are you telling me this is Mario? And I still get to have Marios and Mushroom. I'm getting sick. <laughs> I almost broke myself there. Do you hear that? And I tell you, I'm getting mad into watching uh, Mario 64 speedruns. <laughs> People trying to compete this game in as quick as possible. There's just, it's just, it's so sensational, right? I'm not going to go into speedruns and go too too deep into that, right? I don't want to alienate everyone. Speedruns is when you try and, I think I just said this, try and compete a game as fast as possible, right? And Mario 64 is a big one. Mario 64, people do speedrunning live for cash prizes, right? And there's ways of doing it with glitches, without glitches, but and and all this stuff, like, but I just find the kind of dexterity How amazing it is that because of connection with each other, you can just have more and more niche things that people are into, like like people watching Mario videos and speedrunning videos. I have lost my point. Yeah, this is my point. That there's things that are so niche now that some people just finally get to reveal their genius. And some person's genius is just the fact that they could complete Super Mario 64 in, like... Uh, with getting all 120 stars in under an hour or under two hours, right? An hour and 40-something minutes, I think someone's done that. The fact that someone can do that and every single moment. I watch speed-running down, speed running breakdown videos where people show the footage again, like a highlight reel. Like, like, like fucking Super Sun, so, Soccer Super Sunday, right? And the last Soccer Super Sunday. I, I don't watch this shit. Right? I don't watch this. <laughs> super, super Soccer Sunday. Is that what it's called? Where people watch football on Sky Sports, right? And you have all the lads up there, Jamie Carragher and the other fellas, right? And they watch highlights and they break it down. And as you can see here, he didn't do the triple jump, and that's costing big time. That's like I watch videos like that, breaking it down, so you know, you know for a fact that every single mistake, like every single, every single movement, they, they even break it down to the he he went forward twice there instead of going forward once. I think that's exactly the exact same example I just gave but they can break down like that's cost him that's cost him 17 minutes and I love it I think it's great and Mario 64 is just so perfect for that the fact that they're still getting stuff out of it now there's just so much you can do like if you were to tell people exactly how you went about kind of you know getting a star people would have different stories I jumped this I did this I did a fucking jump jump again <laughs> I feel like at the moment I'm being like an incredible i g n reviewer like i g n wanna hire me because of my incredible breakdowns i'm gonna listen back to this and get sick again, and this is gonna be the biggest load of fucking like i think i'm I'm sounding really cool like I think I'm sounding really like I know what I'm talking about here, man, you wanna hear cantwell breakdown sixty four it was like poetry um What else got to say about Mario sixty four on the N sixty four? Just great console, great time spent. Um, what else you got? (laughs) Who am I talking to? I'm loving that Gary is like Gary's chilled out. Gary chilled the fuck out right now. That's funny. Um, so I have some so eleven stages of dimensions, right? imagine you just sat down you're at a gap party everyone's being real quiet and just, like someone, someone ends a conversation and they're like yeah it was great honestly you just, you just have to see Bon Iver live it's incredible and then there's a bit of a lull in the conversation we're like Ay. and then someone just says so, so the 11 stages are dimensions right <laughs> who the fuck is this guy I don't know Anton about anything I don't know anything about anything and I don't mean that in kind of like, you know I think <laughs> I don't mean that in a severe negging way, right? Um, because I could always learn more. But I think I just love absorbing tiny little nuggets of of, of knowledge. Like little 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 Annie the <laughs> way I said that. Little um <laughs> I like uh I like reading headlines and I like gauging stuff. And I like, I like not getting a full story or something. I like reading two paragraphs in, getting the gist of what I think the story is. Like, I feel like I've expertly, I've, I always skip the first two. First two paragraphs, give me the info, right? And I don't know how an actual article breaks down, but I know that out of habit that you just skip the first two to get down to the actual details. <clears throat> anyway, what am I saying? Um, Articles. Mm. <laughs> the eleven stages, yeah, that's what I was talking about, right? Um, like I wouldn't read you. There are people who could read an entire book about the eleven stages of dimensions and sit comfortably, while I shy on about Flatland theory, and they would just sit in silence and not correct me, and they just don't, even, or they don't even bring it up. They're so humble. I read, a, a, like a headline about Flatland theory, and I'm like, you should tell everyone about fucking Flatland theory. They're gonna think you're class. They're gonna think you're smart, and the reality is, anyway. Look, I found this interesting, right? Just for my comprehension of dimensions, right? Oh, I think that was Gary getting one in there, right? So I talked about the two dimension to three dimension with your Mario, and it fucking blowing. Like, I actually, I actually, I will say this: I don't think anything has has created the idea of 3D more in art than nothing. (laughs) Right. Super Mario 64, I think, is the quintessential piece of art about what it's like to live in a 3D world, right? To explain the concept of 3D, you know, the way you have things that you see art. It wants to invoke emotions or create a sense of understanding. That, single ga- that game is the single greatest piece of art that represents 3D, I have to say. <laughs> I have to say. <clears throat> that is the single best piece of... I'm going to say it again. Yeah, why not say it again? Single best piece of art um, to, create, to, to evoke, the, evoke, evoke the emotion of 3D. Guys, can I just say something there? I think that Mario sixty four is the greatest piece of art to invoke the emotion of three D. And IGN, if you're listening and you want to, you want me to, to, you know, buy some. <laughs> if you want to hire me, if you want to hire me, I wouldn't want a job. I wouldn't want to be a game reviewer. You have to play. It's a lot of time you got to play games. You know, and you have to be good at games. I'm dog shit at games. That's going to be the massive thing hindering me when I go onto streaming. They're going to be like, this guy's fucking shit. <laughs> this guy's shit. He literally fell down the first jump in Mario Bros. sixteen times on the drop. But I love it. But I love it, Daddy. So that's th- the two dimension, the three dimension, right? Is is Mario? Is Super Mario going into Mario three D? F- feel honestly feeling that inertia when you just started running. The p- p- Anyway, so, so two no, actually, I think that's the same thing I'm talking about here. I saw this thing. I don't know if it was Carl Sagan on his show. Hang on. My mouth is so dry. Partying makes your mouth so dry. Right. Um, I think it was a Carl Sagan thing. Where it was creating, i um, there's no way I'm going to be able to explain this on a podcast. Right? What are you trying? Right? Um, so Flatland theory was to explain an understanding of transferring into a different dimension. This is what I took from it, even though he definitely wasn't saying this, right? And there's people are going to be listening to this. Anyone who got a B one in science is going to be listening to this, being like, I have never heard that, em. but if I chat just shit, if I chat. If I'm at a fireplace, a fireplace, if I'm chatting at a, why are we standing at a fire? I was trying to create, like, if we were just chatting at a party, and I'm like, we were chatting at a fireplace. (laughs) (laughs) If you and me are chatting at a fireplace, right? Let's go with it. If you and me are chatting at at a fireplace, I could talk at you to one person about this flatland thing. But now I'm feeling like this is broadcast. I'll tell you what I took from it, right? That, say if you draw like the blueprints of a house, right? Say if you see an architectural design of a house and think that is just an entire dimension. Like say if there was a dot that could only live in the blueprints of this house to kind of walk around. It's completely flat, right? All it knows is the thing directly in front of us moving up or moving north, south, east or west, looking down on a map. They can't move up above sea level or below. They can't rise above it. That's not a dimension they can access. If if that was a flat land, <laughs> no, what was it? that's flatland then if you put your finger on it (laughs) if someone were to put their finger on it um then the dots living in these blueprints plans could probably see a one-dimensional level or a one cross-section of this finger kind of pressing against they would see the finger but they wouldn't see it in 3d they would only see one dimension or two dimensions of it right and then if if you lifted up the finger they wouldn't see that (laughs) It would disappear. It would leave their dimension and leave their vibrational frequency. Right? So I always thought about that, if that makes sense, if that makes sense at all. So I always thought, could there be things interacting through this dimension? Just jumping through one bit and then leaving on the other bit. You know what I mean? In the same way, flat boys living in the blueprints only saw the one cross section of the finger when I put it down on the map. Right? So is there things coming... Is everything, potentially. Are glitches that are like ma- life matrix glitches. Just something passing through dimensions really quickly. Leaving a trail behind it, you know. our vampires... <laughs> are things just... Is that just the, the weird dimension? They just come from a weird dimension. I'm not explaining that right. Are weird lights... Are objects moving through dimension? You know... Like you hear these, when UFOs, when UFOs are spotted, they seem to be able to just appear in different spots at different times. Like instantaneously, not even, you know, quicker than the speed of light. Like, and they just seem to be monitoring. They just seem to be monitoring the aliens. I'm not going into that. Aliens scare me. <laughs> aliens scare me. I'm not going, I don't want to talk about aliens, right? I don't want to talk about Aliens. E.T. is horrible. I'm going to say this right. E.T. is horrible. What a horrible little boy. What a horrible boy with his finger. He is awful. And he looks awful. And I've talked about this. I had to do a fucking, I did a fucking review of (laughs) E.T. You know, my brain's almost empty. I'm not going to lie. My brain is almost empty. To, you know, talk about things on the podcast. But it's great. I'm just emptying my brain. I'm, I'm just. How do I turn that into a bit? How do I turn that into the, something? I'm just. I don't need to. I could just vomit and vomit it out for an hour. You know, not to look. I'm not taking away from it. I like the podcast. I like the podcast. Oh, do you, Tony? Yeah. Um. So what else we got? Star signs. Are they real? I asked myself this morning to discuss later on today. Star signs. Um, Yeah, look, when you're a Libran, uh, I don't know. And I don't know what Librans do. No cool Librans. I don't know anything about star signs. (laughs) But I do remember. Do we remember how to remember? Do we remember how to differentiate between astronomy and astrology? Do we remember from the other podcast? Because I just remembered. It worked. Astrology. That's interesting is when someone's telling you about their star sign, meaning mm. that's the kind of the planets. No, that's the kind of like the star signs <laughs> and astronomy is because me, I'm real. And so are the planets that you look at from telescopes are real. So there you go. Stick that in your junior cert. In episode 420 of I forgot what I was talking about. Um, star signs, are they real? I think here's how my and you know I would just comfortably tell someone this even though I've totally made this up off the top of the dome all right and this is not just there's not a well-held theory or ancient science or even some old you know chinese astronomy me astrology I don't know whatever um I think the reason that people are different I think people are different ...across different star signs, right? And I think the reason is... You know they talk about the (laughs) planet. You know they talk about like whatever your waxing crescent is... ...which just always sounds like your arse. Let me tell you about waxing crescent. Stop talking about your arse. Honestly. That's all I'm visualising here. (laughs) Ooh, pardon. Born on a Jupiter moon and a waxing crescent. Ooh, pardon. Hmm... Strology, more like you've been so saucy about your waxy crescent. <laughs> uh, <laughs> star signs, are they real? Yes. And the reason is Prof Tones will spill beans. The reason star signs are different is because of where all the planets are, right? Things that are big have a gravitational pull right they're all pulling they're all pulling we know that we know that they're all pulling right these guys are like stifler at the debs he's pulling (laughs) 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 that's a sketch stifler at your debs edited um edited bits of no you wouldn't even need to edit it just someone do a stifler impression Stiffler just fucking running off with all your da I've been so far away from the microphone. It's probably for the best. I think the gain's up too high. I think the mic's um, like my fucking arms right now. The gain's up too high. <laughs> <laughs> Here, sound guy. Yeah. Will you do something with the mic? It's actually turning into my arms right now. Isn't fucking gains. <laughs> the fucking gains is loads, man. <laughs> You can just sit in a mic and just make yourself laugh. Here, bro, do me a favor. It's the same joke, but I want to keep saying it. Do some of that mic. <laughs> it's actually. Ah, I forgot it. Well, luckily I have that recorded. I couldn't tell you what I got distracted at. I tell you, oh Jesus, I couldn't tell you what I got distracted at. Um, do you hear that? It's kicking off outside. Is a baby just being held, screaming. Ah! Imagine that, just being carried around like Neytiri. Imagine big, tall Neytiri from Avatar was your ma. And you were just being held by her, right? She just holds you in her arms and she's just chatting to another another, Neytiri another ma at the supermarket. And you're the grown person that you are now, right? And Natiri's they're all kind of like female Avatars, right? But my ma is Neytiri. <laughs> and... Right, retake on that. Could you imagine if you were just brought to a supermarket? No. <laughs> the baby was crying. Imagine you were just being held by your ma, and your ma was like a 10 foot tall avatar, and you were the grown person that you are, but she's just carrying you, chatting to another avatar woman, being carried by another full grown human being. And you're just like, ah, I'm bored of shopping. Jeer outside. I know that. I hear you. I hear you. Ah. Anyway, um, what was I talking about? The planets. <laughs> Here let me tell you about the fucking planets, man. <laughs> They're not even there. Let me tell you about the fucking what the planets? You mean the fucking painting? You mean that fucking big Da Vinci up there in the sky? It's all flat, man. Space is fake. Sp- do you not hear about how space is fake, man? <laughs> Apparently the Apollo 11 just went on holiday to fucking Magaluf, man. Nah, Magaluf we can, do something, we can do better than that. Um hear, man, do you hear space is fake? I haven't looked into it, but I hear... I'm so stupid, though, honestly. And I don't, like, I'm not... You know the way sometimes you say things to yourself and you just you are kind of taking yourself down a little bit. Actually, do you know what? No, whatever. That's not getting. I'm not getting fucking Stockholm syndrome with Gary telling me he can call me fucking stupid. I'm like, no, we didn't really mean it. You know what you fucking call me that shit, man. Self love, bro. Ha <laughs> ha. Drop the mic. Top twenty. Top twenty Barack Obama mic drop moments. AOC dropping the mic. Yo Trump. Yo baby. Yo fucking Tommy Pickles in the fucking playhouse. I'm dropping the mic on you. <laughs> and I wanna say something to you, Mr. Trump. We are tired of how you're treating our planet, man. I wanna fucking fight you, man. <laughs> Mr. Trump, I've got one question to ask you. I am I am <laughs> Mr. Trump, I am challenging you to a debate tonight on Twitch. (laughs) We play for all the fucking marbles, Mr. Trump, okay? You and me and the fucking winner takes the planet, okay? (laughs) Mr. Trump, how dare you? That's like eight views on YouTube. (laughs) Guy goes off on Trump. Scandy guy goes off on Trump. Mr. Trump... I know you know who I am. I know you're getting my letters. How dare you? <laughs> I've lost grasp of this character. Um, Mr. Trump. i want wanted. <laughs> I'm getting this, Getting problematic territory. Um, the planets, right? The reason a Libran, the reason a Libran is a Libran. Or is right because all the planets have a gravitational force, so they're all pulling from different directions, dimensions, and they're all. So how would you ever get, if you uh, like, a walking visual, 3D grid of where these gravity forces are coming from exactly? I'd say it would look fucking crazy, psychedelic, right? If you were to be able to see that, but I reckon that like a snowflake, even more diverse than that, this pattern that you'd see, right? because of all the different planetary systems all pulling from different directions, not to mention the big things we have here on Earth, you know, is a truck, if I'm standing next to a truck, is that even pulling me on a little tiny gravitational level? You know? So to be able to see that pattern of everything pulling from one thing, that must mean that your your genetics must look like that, right? Your genetic, your genome is probably pulled in from different fucking directions and dimensions from gravitational force gravitational dimensions so my theory is that if you were to take a 3D snapshot of all the gravitational poles and be able to kind of see them in a kind of 3D scan I reckon it would just be this very you wouldn't, I mean, you could never recreate it (laughs) what am I talking about? I know what I'm talking about I don't need to, yeah, but I'm talking shy a geographic uh, sorry, a geogravitational 3D Thing, snap snapshot fingerprint, three <laughs> D visual snapshot, three dimensional fingerprint. Mr. President, they have a. But I completely forgot what it is. Mr. President, they have a geo gravitational, three dimensional snapshot blueprint fingerprint. Well, may God have mercy on us all. Mr. Pres- Mr. President, I have got a geo... Uh, <laughs> Mr. Trump, I have got a geo-gravitational uh, three-dimensional blueprint, fingerprint of your DNA. <laughs> oh, I can't figure that out. I can figure it out I'm doing it hey you're doing it you're a, you're a party man Um, so yeah that's what I'm talking about that's a different Libran a Libran in Sagittarius has a different let's call it let's call it a geoflake like a snowflake but I'm calling it a geoflake so that's almost like seeing the intricate snapshot of, I keep saying it of a geoflake not a snowflake but that kind of weird kind of design and that shows you exactly the gravitational whole were on the day that you were born. Making you a waxing crescent. Um, what other things I got to talk about? Mokele Mbembe. Do you know there's a dinosaur living in the Congo? <laughs> Did I stutter? Did you know there's a fucking dinosaur living in the Congo? So Mokele Mbembe is my favorite cryptid. cryptid is a cryptozoological animal, creature that may or may not exist but it is believed to be you know general science would not accept that it believes it that it, it exists and my favorite of these is mokele Umbembe. um from um where is it from the congo from the congo um now this one is my favorite i like a lot of different cryptids and cryptozoological animals right um and i love all stuff that may or may not exist right i love the supernatural I, I'll talk about this in a second. I hope I remember to. But I, you know, feel like everything has an energy and energies go everywhere and trauma has an energy and all things kind of leave an imprint somewhere. Joy has an energy and it kind of leaves a stain. I feel like we leave a stain everywhere we go. Maybe this is it, man. Maybe this is the fucking, maybe this is the geo-gravitational fingerprint, blueprint, 3D scan snapshot that I'm talking about. (laughs) Maybe that's, the energy that we leave. Anyway, so I believe ghosts are like examples of an area or our three-dimensional space reacting to an energy shift that they can't really, that's so out of whack. It's like static, bad static coming from a bit of trauma. <laughs> again, we're at this party, right? And I've grabbed your attention again. And I'm talking about this and this some girl I'm chanting and I'm like, I feel like, hey, got energy, you know, we've energy everywhere we go. We have energy when we're sad we have energy, when we're right here, when I have my hand on your leg, <laughs> it's crazy, right? This energy between us—I feel it, you know. But sometimes it's energy that's out of whack. Sometimes energy is out of whack, and then what? Well, you can its vibrationally we kind of understand it. It's like static. It's like <laughs> <and> it's just <laughs> just <totally> and in her face, <laughs> you know, static. Um, <clears throat> what was I saying? Yeah. So that's what I believe ghosts are, right? And um, so I like the supernatural. Ghosts, I'm not that into. I like things that may or may not be real. I love the X-Files. I love the monster of the week. And I'm particularly drawn by just other animals that we don't understand. You know, yeah, you could put Terry, be like, hey, we watch this Bird of Paradise thing. Although I do love watching bird, Birds of Paradise videos. Some <laughs> my impression of a Bird of Paradise flapping a, an umbrella. <laughs> Ding. Rock that's my bird of paradise so I like seeing things I've never seen before right Um, but I like them being I like things before they're cool because I'm cool like that right so I also like things before they're technically put into the animal kingdom as soon as you tell me a chupacabra is real least favorite don't like it least favorite animal right so I like them now now that they're a bit underground you know now that before you know NME, I've done an interview with them. Do you know what I mean? Before the mainstream, that's what I'm into. That's the cryptids that I'm into. And the reason <laughs> I'm saying this, I keep saying this, like I've been asked a different question. Like I'm answering, like i have been answered a different question. Um, but McKinley and Bembe is my favorite cryptid because essentially it could exist because it has existed. Okay. And what I mean by that is, it could. I'm a great presenter. I'm a great presenter. It could exist because it has existed (laughs) now what i mean by that is it's i should hang on see if i have my kelly and bembe notes are tony is this this an unscripted episode of um of um sexy beasts what do you know i have the notes here i mean is can i do this is this Matt? i want to talk about it and i want to remember what i what the research i did on it when we looked into my podcast so that's not you know it's kind of an unscripted episode of, of Sexy Beasts here. Um So, right? Michele and Bembe. This is what I remember from my notes. Michele and Bembe is essentially um a Brontosaurus slash brachiosaurus. You know the doins, you know them dinosaurs with the long bleeding necks that neck shouting at a brontosaurus. Two brontosaurus two brontosauruses were having a scrap about some dog grooming business. What are your neck? Was it a dog grooming business? I don't remember. Anyway, the neck of you. I've never been able to do a good impression of that. Just my voice is too low. Um Anyway. It's essentially a big old Brontosaurus slash brachiosaurus, the big long necked and the biggest of the dino clan. The dinosaurs, right? Dinosaurs um, so basically, how do, I, do I remember this? It's a sauropod, right? Body of an elephant, but the cock of a man. <laughs> uh, uh, and of course, this small cocked elephant with, with the body of an elephant, but the cock of a man. Ah, the small cocked crocodile with the body with the body you use you know with the body of a <clears throat> oh, oh, oh. with the body of a crocodile, but the cock of a man um I see, I'm so deluded that I think I have an Attenborough impression um. Someone said this to me. I think my mate Kieran said this or my mate Joe. And I'm so sorry when I talk. I talk about my friends on this because obviously I've run out of material on myself. Um but I, when I say um I might I I misremember I, I misremembered something the other day. It was actually my mate Paddy, right? Now I'm mate Kieran, but we did listen to it together my mate Paddy who had the scratch disc The Irish aural, you know. <laughs> hey, hey, cute screwdos. <laughs> um like <laughs> She oh. lightened. Uh, she lightened. I'm not. I'm not. Revisited. Bits revisited with Tony Cantwell. Do 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 do. Do 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 do. Do. Ha ha. Do 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 do. Do 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 do. Do do do. Um. Oh i think it's What's up. I'm thinking I start Sabrina. Sabrina. Oh, if only we could fly. (laughs) Flip biscuit style. I just had that. I had that. I had to do that. (laughs) Guys, just bloody had to. I'm bloody mad like that. What was I talking about? Mckelly and Bembe. That's what I'm talking about, man. That's what I'm talking about. Mckelly and Bembe. The body of an elephant. But the cock of a man. (laughs) Is its cock a man's? Then we can kill it. (laughs) Is the elephant's cock an elephant cock? Is a man's? Then we can kill it. If it can bleed like a man, it can die like a man. (laughs) I want more of him. I want to figure that out. That's a bit I want to develop. Um. If it's got a cock like a man, we can kill it. Anyway, it has magical powers. <laughs> Basically, right? Um, okay. So, jeez, we used to do some really good work here, Jago. Um, the notes here in this McKellae and Bembe, they're so concise. Um, anyway, way down deep in the middle of the Congo, there's a big brontosaurus fucking shit up. And he really fucks some shit up, right? Apparently, the the people of the Congo, I, I believe um, the southeast rainforest in Cameroon, not Congo, what? The Congo River, that shows what I know. It's in fucking Cameroon. I'm so, so sorry, guys. I'm actually in shock. I've let you down. No, what are you doing? What are you talking about? Anyway. Um, and Mbembe. So the locals say they've come in contact with him and they describe him, the name and Bembe, and even the word raptor means bird of prey. He'll come across and slit your belly spilling your guts out. <laughs> and across the belly I can see your belly. Um, Have I talked about that in this podcast? I don't know. Where Sir, Pat- Sir Patrick Stewart's clangor when James Corden was slagging him off I have talked about it. I'll say it again just in case when James Gordon kind of brought Patrick Stewart up, didn't inter- didn't introduce him properly, and then Patrick Stewart was all like, you know, we probably introduced where I come from. And just so you know, I was sitting across the room there, and from there, I could see your belly. oh shit I could see your belly. Anyway, and Bembe is, um is the size of an elephant. <laughs> but it, let's just say his cock is not an elephant, right? And, um, gross i'm so gross i'm so gross i'm so blue right i need to rein that in um basically they've said the the locals here in the southeast rainforest of cameroon have come in contact with what they say is a big old dinosaur they don't necessarily know what dinosaur is but they're letting you know this is what it looks like and they're like hey by the sounds of things that sounds like a dinosaur right and even the word michele mbembe means uh one that stops the flow of rivers right great name Right. wish that was my name. It's not always about you, Tony. It's not always about you, right? Um, Territorial by some accounts, right? And this thing... So, this is the thing. You think Brachiosaurus, Brontosaurus. You're probably eating grass, right? You're probably eating leaves. Well, a couple of corpses of some unfortunate tribesmen. That sounds like it's a salacious article. Ooh, well, the unfortunate uh, unfortunate corpses of a bunch of tribesmen. Uh, Ooh, who's... Sorry, if this is meant to be like a scandalous gossip, right? Then why is someone who sounds like fucking Nigel Thornberry saying it? Is he working for fucking heatmagazine.com? Heat Magazine was another surprise one. You could find some scantilating um, images. What am I talking about? Anyway, um, Scantilating images. Is that even a word? Anyway, there was a couple of bodies washed up ashore. Um, The ribs crushed, showing no signs of being eaten, which is consistent with this whole McCallum-Bembe vegetarian diet, right? So here's the evidence. Ivan T. Sanderson, right? Extraordinaire. This guy is like the literal fella that they base up about. (laughs) It sounded sounded smart to that. (laughs) So um, thank you for letting me do this. Trinity College, I never went here, but thank you very much for having me in uh, to do this film lecture. Ivan T. Sanderson zoologist extraordinaire they based up about <laughs> yeah um what I'm saying um yeah Ivan T Sanderson right this guy is the guy like the guy who used to go the you know all around the world finding different things find different things he was just saying like i can guarantee that there are types of birds in there we've never seen i know for a fact that this is a giant i don't know if it was on the telly i don't remember what era this was i don't know one right um sorry i'm just fixing (laughs) fixing my balls um so ivan t sanderson right he was always chasing after the cryptids he was going all around the world to try and find um to try and find different cryptids (laughs) what's my concentration right all right, know we're doing this. We're going to get through this. I'm going to tell you about Mikellem Bembe, and then we'll, we'll see what we, we go. Um, he says what he saw for himself when he went to Cameroon, the rainforest. I'm so so sorry, guys. I misrepresented you. Imagine people were saying that the Dubberku was, um, imagine they said that the fucking Dabberku was English. I'd kick off, man. Dabberku, for people who don't know, is giant otter. This thing should be on our fucking currency. This thing. This is Irish. This is Ireland's bigfoot. You should be going out to fucking Shannon and you're going out to Leitrim and going along the Shannon trying to trying to hunt for giant otters. There should be massive tour boats. You know, that's another idea. No one poach. <laughs> anyway, I get them all out. They're in the public sphere. Does that mean people can use them? Anyway, um, what was I saying? Yeah. So I'm sorry. You're from Cameroon. Um and Bembe. So zoologist Ivan T. Sanderson said that he actually saw the beast himself and the image is burned in his retinas forever. Um he said it looked like it had hippo sized footprints. Um no, he didn't say this at all. I'm trying to read this like it was written this way. He um Oh, so all he basically saw was like a large body dip beneath the water. Now hang on, let me beat this up. Because I feel like I let you down there. I got you all hyped up. What he saw. Let me tell you what this motherfucker saw. This motherfucker saw a hippo. But 20 times the size of a hippo. I'm making some of this up. But I need to be salacious. Because I let you down. No he saw a big large body dip beneath the water. And didn't come back up. I keep saying stuff like that. What's up with my rhythm? I didn't it up. Hang on. A bit more water. God I gotta look after my voice. Do you hear it? This is my money maker. That and these fucking dick sucking lips. <laughs> um. Anyway, here, listen. Um. So another sighting, 1948. British soldiers in Lake Barombi in Cameroon witnessed two creatures come out of the water with a 15 foot neck. The <laughs> One had a horn and one didn't, and they had Charlie, Sh- Charlie skin, Skate skin, <laughs> and they had Charlie Sheen with them. Tiger blood. I'm riding. The, I'm. You know what I'm getting off on these days? Fucking <laughs> and Bembe horns. Tiger blood. <laughs> Winning. I'm riding Macellian and Bembe's getting high off fucking, fucking, <laughs> fucking. <high. laughs> I got so excited that I found a bit. Tiger blood. Okay, they're finding. Yeah, yeah, and I'm in Makele on Bembe sucking on his fucking horn, getting high. Winning. <laughs> Winning. <laughs> anyway, in 1992, there was a Japanese expedition. You need to change the words Expedition and Exhibition Too close You're just confusing people Making they look stupid Next <laughs> Japanese Expedition Expedition and expi- Exposition That's what I was talking about Exposition Expedition And Exhibition One needs to be called Fucking You know expert. Alright let's change them up Because they're too They're too close right Exhibition Is because you probably say No I'm um, Expedition No Exhibition. No. Ex... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, and, and, ex- I've lost the meaning of all of them. Ex... Ex... What's the one where it's like a guy... Exhibition. Exhibition, right? Exhibition, I'm changing up. I'm not saying exhibition anymore. I'm saying ex-a-bitch. Because I'm hitting up this bitch. I'm hitting up this exhibition. I'm a cool dude, right? I drink white wine. And I'm hitting up the ex-a-bitch. <laughs> I'm getting the fucking Lewis in for the ex-a-bitch. You capisce? And um and then expedition I'm gonna call expod. Um I'm gonna shorten that and exposition I'm gonna keep. Exhibit, exhibition, expedition. expedosh expedoche is the one. Expedosh exped <laughs> and I have may I have to give one out to exp expose is the new one for exposition, right? So exposition, hey, this fucking movie, this fucking movie. Why does he keep telling me about this guy and his backstory? It's too much exposition, man. Gabish, get on with it. Um, if you're going out for an exhibition, you'd say, "I'm hitting up the old, the old Hockney exhibit. Last time I was there, it made me feel like I was walking through the fucking forest, man." <laughs> Are we hitting up this Hockney exhibit? and then um expedition z- expedosh, expo- is me and the lads are getting teamed together to hunt makelle and bembe in Jap- japan <laughs> we're going on a McKelley and bembe expedition. you heard me so a japanese expedition expedosh, should i say Supercalifragilisticexpialpionageexpedose. Supercalifragilisticexpedap. Supercalifragilisticexpedose. Supercalifragilisticexpedoshe no. <laughs> is nah, it doesn't fit. Leave it with me. Um, they so they they had fifteen second footage. I think that got burned or something. I haven't looked into it. Expedose in in two thousand three. So I'm eighteen foot. This is fucking. I suppose they just need a structure to go by, right? Here's another one. 1986. Rory Nugent was exploring the largest swamp in Africa and he witnessed a neck coming out of water. He took photos and was ordered at gunpoint by the natives to stop and destroy the photos as he was disturbing Macaulay and Bembe. And here's another one. 1979, Reverend Eugene Thomas, right? Apparently, this is the story he told in 1979, but it happened in 1959, that the pygmies had built a large high fence around their home, massive, apparently, to protect the village from what they said was a long-necked beast eating their fish. Something broke it. um, Something broke the fence, and the pygmies killed it. And they ate the meat, and all who ate it died. Right? So they're not making that up. The the, the lad who wrote it down might have been making it up, but they're not making that up. Um, And people... Oh, yeah, there's you can see the kind of remains of these old villages that have been lost to time over years. They just have these massive spiked fences being like, Get it out! Get out! Um. So there's a guy in film, right? And I saw this and he says, We see him. He comes to the edge of the river. We don't go fishing or use those days to fix our nets and boats. No, wait, I said that wrong. Fucking no. hell. You can hire me for an acting job or an ad. A uh, guy on film says... We see him. He comes to the edge of the river. We don't go fishing. We use the days to fix our nets and boats. Only when he leaves do we go fishing. Yeah, we see him. Yeah, he comes to the edge of the river. We don't go fishing. No, we use those days to fix our nets and boats. Only when he leaves do we go do we go fishing. There's no one. Here's my range, right? Yeah, we've seen him, man. We see him. Comes to the edge of the river, bro. Yo, we don't go fishing. We don't use those days to fix our nets and boats only when he leaves do we go fishing, man. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we see him. Ah, uh, yes, he comes to the edge of the river. Um we we don't go fishing. Um we use our days to fix our nets and boats. Um only when he leaves should we ever go fishing. Want to try that again? We see him. We see he comes to the edge of the river. We don't go fishing. Uh, We use those days to fix our nets and boats. Uh, Only when he leaves do we tend to go fishing. So one of the evidence pieces against is paleontologists have said that an animal like this, for an an animal like this to exist, there must be a large herd. And then that means a massive breeding population. That's, you know, so we're windy everywhere. Do you know what I mean? um but it's my favorite cryptid because it could exist because it has existed before right um so yeah i don't know hang on do i have any more things i can talk about just to kind of close it out that's mckelly and Bembe, my favorite cryptid because it may exist because it's already existed um let's see list of things to talk about the beatles or marvin gaye might save because it seems like I might be giving myself away here, but it seems like you can play a bit more music on the Patreon to host it there and less likely to get in trouble, you know? Um, where's Gary coming from? Is he a voice from my past? That's why I wrote. That's a question I wanted to throw myself in the fucking deep end with. I'm not doing that shit. Um, what's the next evolved human going to look like, right? That's a question I asked myself earlier today. <laughs> it's, a, it's a question I ask myself every day and I say, you know what? You're fucking looking at him. <laughs> what's the next people always ask me to say Tony what's the next evolved human gonna look like I say did I stutter <laughs> people are always saying can well what is the next evolved human being gonna look like I tell you what I do I put two thumbs up point at myself and I say did I stutter <laughs> oh that's another gag That's another quality gag who's this guy what would we call this guy the gag writer the silly billy gag writer in here we'll call him can you introduce me? Can you introduce me as Joker? <laughs> hey, <laughs> we're bringing me out there. Can you bring me out as Joker? Are hey you Joker? He wants to be called Joker now. Oy vey, who's this guy? <laughs> um, look, that's what—that's the next evolved human being. Like, I'm not gonna be able to top that. You're—you're you're looking at him. Did I stutter? Um, anyway, this has been fun. I've had fun hanging out with all you guys. Um... Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. This'll be an interesting edit. You know? Did I like Fraser Crane? Let it all hang out. Even though I don't think that's even a line from Toss Salad, Scrambled Eggs. But I always think of it as letting it all hang out. Even though I don't think that's it. Anyway. Um. It's a very obnoxious podcast. No. Nope. No. Nope. No. You're not having that. Anyway. Um. Come here to me. You come here to me. Um. I don't know. That. This has been fun Thanks very much for listening Who's <laughs> this guy This is fucking I feel like a. I feel like a boy Who's just come out of the shower You know you come out of the shower And your Mac combs your hair over And you're all real clean And you're like a, The clean boy I feel like I'm the clean boy Right now thanks very much everyone For coming out And for listening to the podcast And I'm a little clean boy And um, Yeah That's Look after Whatever I don't know how to end I love you Goodbye